Hey ladies, I'm LaKendra. And I'm LaMisha. And we are Them Dope Wives. With 30 years of collective experience, we're here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really like. The ups, the downs, the ins, the outs. What about the for better, for worse, in sickness and in health? You know, doing your part till death do you part? Oh, yes, of course, that too. And real talk, we might even spill a little tea and tell somebody's business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. It's a cousin. It's real close. So it's it's yeah. It's I'm a, a cause and effect. Sweaty and close. <laughs> I think okay, so I usually can get away with not being funky until the third sweat. The third sweat. So it's got to be like you sweat it, you cooled off, then you sweat it again, and then you cooled off, and then you sweat it a third time, and then they start mm-hmm. being like, mm. that third sweat. Mm-hmm. I was fine on that first and second sweat, but right, that right, third right. sweat got me. <laughs> that third a little pungent, little, 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 got a little, little tang to it, got a little, mm, <laughs> a little bite on it. <laughs> I was good on sweat one and two, but when that third way hit, baby, I'm trying to tell you, it was it was for real. Somebody said you've been outside because you you smell like outside. (laughs) (laughs) I love my husband. Like my husband fooled me on that first and second sweat, but don't stare when he's like, don't hop in the shower. Gonna hop in the shower right, right quick. Just <laughs> don't come to bed yet. Just stay awake right, a little right, while longer. I was gonna break it off, but just don't hit that water. Five ten minutes, real quick. Little soap up in there. At, le- at least let me get you a washcloth. Just let me get all up in the crevices for you now. That's you tired. I got you. I got you. Ooh, that third, she's like that third. It, I think because of the things I do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I put deodorant literally everywhere. So when I sweat, it don't, it don't stink, but like, I'm still wet. And so it's like the wet and dry, wet and dry. It's like, oh girl, you don't outlasted the usefulness done left. Now it ain't, it ain't <laughs> useful no more. It's done used out. Oh my goodness. <sighs> well, friends, welcome to another episode of Them Dope Wives. I am your home girl. I am in the house with my good, good girlfriend, the one, the only, Mrs. Lamisha. <laughs> the one and only. It, listen, I better be the one. And only. I better be. <laughs> Let me find out. It's right. another somebody claiming it besides my mother in law. Let my taxes show some else and watch it be Baby. a problem. <laughs> me and my mother-in-law gonna fight because we're the only one who have earned the title. <laughs> I promise you. I was just thinking about that today. I was like, I am literally the only Mrs. Atasui. Like my mother is mm. my mother-in-law is Miss Atasui. I oh, yeah. am Mrs. Atasui. Well, yeah, I guess in that case, my mother-in-law is formally. Mm-hmm. Yes, that <laughs> same. Yep. That's our same yeah. situation. Yes, she's a woman formerly known as. <laughs> I am 
Right. I am the current, the reigning. Right, the current reigning queen. Yes, yes. You better yes, yes, know yes. something. <laughs> I love it. Man, Misha, it's 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 been hot down in uh down in Texas. I tell you, it has been it's been disrespectful on a real intentionally disrespectful level. This ain't no excuse me type heat. This <laughs> No, this ain't no excuse me. I'm just gonna step over here because it's a little warm outside. Yeah, nah, nah. We passed a little warm. We passed a little warm, like you know, two, you know, maybe months ago at this point. And now this sun outside, like, (laughs) who gonna check me, boo? I'm just. It's like some boy shit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 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 I promise you, it's. What? <laughs> I promise. It's stank breath hot. It is stank breath hot. Listen, I cannot even clean out my car because it's so hot. Because this is it. My garage is still packed because I moved into a new house, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't park in my garage because it's too packed. I have to park in the driveway. And let me tell you what I'm not going to do, okay? <laughs> what I'm not going to do is be standing in this blazing sun trying to empty all the garbage out of my car. Mm. It's just going to be a hot mess until I can schedule a full service car wash because what I'm not going to do is die trying to throw away some trash. Right, right. It's hot where you you know when it's raining outside when you got to get out your car and it's raining outside the way you be running trying to get in the house? (laughs) That's the kind of hot it is. You 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 trying to run out the the heat. Get out the car. <laughs> you sure do. I promise you. You sure do. Oh my gosh. Girl, I tell you, girl. Chicken in here feeling like a, some baked chicken out in these streets. I promise you. Listen to this. Is, I, I've, I've learned so many new things since I've been in Texas. I swear. Like, you got to take hygiene to the next level. Like, this ain't even, this is next level hygiene. This is like, yeah. don't play. Like, you know, you got to shower two times, maybe three times a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you have certain- been outside, you can't listen. Don't don't play because by the time you came home, you are wet, you stink, and you need water. Okay, so let me tell y'all. So uh, once a month, I have a storefront that's open for my business, mm-hmm. and one of the ladies who is in a space next to me, she came by the uh, storefront, and she used the term that is rarely heard. She mm-hmm. said, "Huh." She said, oh, it's so hot. I think I got swamp crotch. Oh. <laughs> How often do you, have you ever heard of the term? I have it's so never hot. heard that in my life. Swamp crotch. Oh my God. I've never heard that in my life. I, I, I think the first I, thing I thought it? was the green emoji, the green face emoji. <laughs> well, he got his chin. Because I'm just like, I have never heard that in my entire life. I feel like if you say that about yourself, I do not want to use the bathroom behind you ever. Can you imagine what this stall going through? Oh, mm, uh, mm, 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 mm. if I was a stall, I would just automatically lock my own door. Like, "Mm, you can't come in here. Mm, mm, Ah, Nope. Mm, You got the swamp cross. Don't come back. I promise you. See, this is akin to the situation where that woman uh, was doing a TikTok and she like febrezed her crotch. You remember that? Yes. I can't. Okay. I can't. 
I, the girl I, says squamp crotch. I am forever disgusted. I pray I never see her. And if I do, I pray that I'm able to avert my eyes and not mm-hmm. look at her directly. What you, what you pray is that you're not sitting down and she got to walk by you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. you pray. That's what you're hoping. I'm about. trying to take a sip of some water. I'm going to throw myself up. You just sitting there trying to enjoy your day. And she walks fast. You. Oh, no, no. Excuse me. Excuse me. Squamp, swamp crotch. Oh, child, don't do it. I can't. Listen, listen, ladies. Don't ever in life tell anybody that you have swamp crotch, okay? Okay, how did, how did even you? if you think you do, even if you believe it, um, even if you feel it deep in your soul, don't you dare in your whole life never tell nobody. You better not tell nobody but God. Tell nobody but God. You better not tell nobody but God. You better not tell nobody but God. Oh my goodness, that is horrible. Uh, but the hot, it's so hot it make you that transparent. You just gotta tell the truth. You just gotta ch- just you tell just the truth. Have to, she say, "Hey, I, I got to come clean." Listen, this is why I am a bath girl. I just set that thing on in the water. Okay, let it marinate amongst. <laughs> let it let it uh amongst the bathing waters. Okay, and 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 just let all that stink just soak on out. Listen, if I ever have to have a swamp crotch, I'm gonna rebuild my bathtub. We took our <laughs> big shower. I'm gonna put the bathtub somewhere by the front door. Get in there before you enter the house. Immediately, you and the swamp crotch. I promise you. <laughs> Ooh-wee. And and swamp crap. Now that just messed up our whole discussion for today. Cause today, uh, we supposed to be talking about watering what is planted. Oh, uh, but swamp crotch got me feeling throwed off. Listen, <laughs> don't y'all plant no swamp crotch, okay? Don't um, uh, don't you do it. Don't you do it. We don't want the swamp. Um, I I, I think it's this. I think we gotta focus on marriage potential because we we were seeing too many couples that are just hitting the bricks they're giving up they're quitting they're calling it done you didn't throw in a towel um and they are they're 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 tired um and and oftentimes it's not you know it's not something that's not fixable right um you know misha we hear we hear about marriages that have fallen dull you know, they're bored or, or women who are used, you used to be madly in love with your spouse. You just used to couldn't wait to see him. You used to get the butterflies. You used to want to kiss on them all the time, hug on them, be all up under them. And now you're bored of them. And, and sometimes you're, you're irritated with them. Mm-hmm. You know, all the stuff that you used to think was cute. You know, all the stuff you thought was fun or exciting. You know, we're now we're, we're now just run of the mill uh, rubbish is just whatever it's just rubbish 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 as they say in in <laughs> england rubbish. rubbish and and in these situations i think the wives have two choices i think i think there are two things that you can do when your marriage feels tapped out mm. you can either one you can cut and run because hey i mean you fell out of love right y'all it just the flame don't flick no more Mm-hmm. Or you could do the work that it takes to get back to that loving place. Now, yeah. I mean, I, by now, I think our friends already know that we're never going to be encouraging option number one, right? It's just too easy. 
it's, it's too not, easy. It's not even a, a real option. It's not even a real option. It's not even a real option. You know, you, 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 I, I believe this. If you couldn't run, you never did love that man. Right. You never right. did. Um, so I guess let's talk more about option number two, since that's what we're talking about today. Option, option number two, because that's the, our only option. That's your only option. Listen, once you do, you did. <laughs> and you can't no, and no longer are you able to say, I don't. And and you can't because you did already. It's you past did. tense. <laughs> you cannot so, put yeah. toothpaste back into <laughs> the tube. No, no, no. Once it's been squoozed, it's squeezed. So, so what are some of the things that we want to focus on? The first thing I think, you know, when things are kind of looking bleak and the and the and the D word maybe starts to creep in your mind, or maybe even mm-hmm. you start imagining things. Um, in a different light or, or a different life that doesn't mm-hmm. include your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say when your focus shifts on what you don't have, mm-hmm. focus on what you do have. And mm-hmm. I think there's a mm-hmm. couple of ways to make sure that you don't lose focus. I think the first thing you do is you have to discipline and govern yourself and your eyes accordingly. <laughs> Ooh. Like they say, govern yourself accordingly. Yeah. So that means you need to go through your social media feed and you need to do the things to change your algorithm. We all are on social media. We Mm -hmm. all scroll and we all know that social media sometimes will feed you some things just to kind of test out, you know, Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. like it, if you watch the full video or if you go down a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. I think you need to make sure that your algorithm, because we know that's what social media works on. Mm-hmm. It's focused on things that are healthy for your marriage. That means when a TikTok or a Instagram or a Facebook post mm-hmm. comes along and mm-hmm. it's of another man or of another woman that might be appealing to your eye, you need to scroll quickly so that TikTok doesn't uh, flag that as something that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. You need to, if it is something that is like a, a chat or a group that's talking down on marriage or talking about the single life or mm. something like that, then you need to unfollow, unblock, say that this thing, it doesn't register me. It's not something I want to hear. You can push those three buttons at the top mm-hmm. and change those ads or things from coming into your face. Even the ones that are talking about um, discount on apartment rates and things like that. Yeah, oh, girl, <laughs> listen. I, All and I, and other I, things. I, I agree with you 100% because I feel this, like, I was there. I've been there. Like, no kidding. Where I was, I was looking at apartments. Yep. I was, I was, I was contemplating what could life be like if it was me by myself. Mm-hmm. If I was, you know, I, I mean, I ain't too hard on the eyes. I mean, you know, a little working out. You know, the girl could catch. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Don't let you beat your face, girl. <laughs> Don't, girl. <laughs> It's over. Mm, you cute, boo. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? I'm just saying. So I'm, I I feel that like we've all been here where you were just, you felt like your relationship was complacent. So I don't want folks to feel like uh, it's it's all, um, you know, gravy over there with you. And you don't know what it's like to go through some hard times. No, no, we've been there. Yeah. Um, that, so just there. no, we've been there. Just, you know, you thought about like, whoo. Whew, it's it's it could be easy. It could be it could. easy. Girl, Stephen has gotten divorce papers. So <laughs> right. 
Stephen has gotten divorce papers before. Now he threw him in a fight, but he got him. He got him. <laughs> he, he got, got him. him. He, he said, was, "Get this bull up out of here." He was he was served. He was served. <laughs> he said, um, get this bull out my face. Right, but and though and that's something that a lot down the line as we were trying to fix things, I realized I realized I had you know friends who were newly single or who were still mm. single they were like girl let's go to let's go to happy hour or let's go let's just go out to dinner get something to drink mm. and they carried themselves in a way that they were open to being entertained yeah right? yeah and so i was like oh they cool I, we can hang out we can still text and chat but i cannot i have to govern myself in a way yeah that i am trying to work on my marriage and i need everything that is going to deter me from that or put thoughts in my head or something different, I need that out of my space, out of my eyes, out of my thoughts. Yeah. You know, you said something so key when you said they carried themselves as if they were open because I feel that that was something that I did early in my marriage where I, uh, my husband used to say I was flirtatious mm-hmm. and I didn't see it that way. I thought I was just nice and I was friendly, but I think his, his, his term of you're being flirtatious was that. You yeah. carry yourself like you're not taken. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so <clears throat> like you're open. And so then like you'll find and, and I'll tell you this women that get hit on constantly. Mm-hmm. If you're a married woman and you get constant action like all the time, you just might be carrying yourself like you available yep. because and it's not about and it's not and this is it. I don't want any woman who's not getting action to feel like you're not attractive. It ain't that you're not attractive. It's just that you ain't being approached because they see that you're settled. Mm-hmm. They see that you ain't here for it. So I love that you said that. So I just wanted to like expound on that because I love that you said that. But also, I think it is very important to not to focus on the things that you don't have because that is the way to just. That's the beginning of the that's that's the beginning of a real struggle. I don't want to say that's the beginning of the end because hopefully you can spin your way out, but that is it's, the beginning of yeah, trouble. That's struggle. the beginning of problem. Yeah, yeah. Cause as soon as you look and you like, man, but Russell had a million roses. Mm. <sighs> yep. You start looking out and looking around, you're like, oh, I'm always and complacency can yeah. be an issue. You know, I'm always in the house. My routine is the same. It's this, mm. it's that. If I just could mm. go out, if I was single, I could. And I'm tired of struggling. And, and I'm th- this, and we always save, and we can't never do this. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hold on now. Yeah, hold it's on. about shifting your mindset. Because I told my husband, he was like, you know, well, what's fun for you? And I was like, anything could be made fun to me. Anything yeah. can be made fun. You bring the fun. You know what I'm saying? If you think about when you were young and you ain't had nothing, your little apartment didn't have nothing but some little, you know, little hand-me-down furniture that couldn't hardly nobody sit on. It was so old. <laughs> One of them had the cushion was so weak you would just fall into the flow. Next. Like, you know what I'm saying? You had a little, uh, the little cardboard table. It wasn't even a real table. You just picked up a little cardboard table from the uh, mm-hmm. from the Walmart and was like, you know what? throw a little cover on this then we gonna have game night at my house you get what i'm saying yeah and yeah. you just had fun you know what i mean you you had fun because you made fun to me it don't take a whole lot to have the fun but if you focusing on the wrong things if, yes. you're gonna you're gonna make something that could be good bad right. so i would say also with that um get away from the unrealistic expectations for your 
real life. And that's why I brought up Russell and Sierra because everybody looking at mm. them talking about uh, goals. But you don't have, you ain't got Russell money. And you ain't got Sierra State, it's the Sierra Legs. Hello, <laughs> you can't you can't move like Sierra. You can't dance you can't. like her. You can't right. drop it low and pick it up slow still after you done had three kids. Right. And and here's the thing, it's about and there's there's resources. And yeah, there's a lot of people who have the resources <laughs> to do amazing and wonderful things for each other and for themselves. Yeah. yeah. But setting you know, being having unrealistic goals, looking outside of what is your reality, mm-hmm. um, it sets you up for failure. It sets you up for struggling financially, mm. mentally. Um, it affects your mental health. It can put you into a state of relationship depression because yeah. you always, why we can't be like, or why we can't do, and yeah. they always, and she always, and he always for his wife, and and those kind of things. And yes, yeah. you can have expectations for your spouse and for your relationship, but mm-hmm. they should be within um, your realm of real, real reality. What I'm trying exactly, to exactly. Like, listen, he's not finna charter a yacht, okay? Not doing. <laughs> but y'all might can go on a riverboat. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's... <laughs> <laughs> right? You can run you a riverboat for an hour. Yeah. yeah. You like you might be able to rent a pontoon boat. You know, you can't. You got a pedal, but you know, <laughs> you out in the water. You out in the water. No, the pond, the pontoon. They got you know you really riding on it, but you just you know it ain't got decks on it. You know, it's it's one See, level. I don't even know. That's it. You know, one level. You just. You get to look, you drive it like a little rental car and it's, you know, it's cool. You maybe get you a little couple people out on it and that's good. Y'all ain't got no yacht. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel that there's those things you got to stay. And I think this, I think this really all boils down to the thing that we said before about um, being settled. Yeah. And a lot of people miss it. What it means to, they used to say, settle down, right? When you get married, you settle down. You yeah, have you ready, you ready to settle down? You, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I feel like they use that term because the opposite of settle down is wild out. <laughs> <laughs> you out here wilding out. You just like you with whoever, whenever, wherever, you know, you mm-hmm. you you ain't got your uh, emotions together. You want to pop off. Okay, you don't know how to act, right? You still immature in some ways. You're not settled. But when you get married, you're supposed to be settling. And mm-hmm. I think the the reason people don't use the term settle anymore is because it's got this negative connotation, right? Yeah, when you say I settled. Yeah, it does, right? It's like, "Oh, I settled." Like you couldn't get something better. I settled for this or I settled for that. But we I think we um to your point, Misha, we got to shift how we think in the terms of settling settling down really just means to be at peace it really just means to be resolved and rooted and unmoved i'm settled right yes yes i love that i love that i love the fact that we really need to face what being settled is you Mm -hmm. know um there's nothing wrong with this and i guess it's because settled can be like oh i'm settling for less people think yeah that is what it's associated i'm settling for less i'm you know i'm accepting something that is un, you know undervalued you know i'm undervalued subpar. yeah subpar i'm settling for that yeah. but that is not the full meaning of the word settle right when people settle a lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> you want to settle <laughs> right like people are 
Right. People are thinking when you weigh your options and you decide what is best for your life, your future, what um had what is gonna help you meet goals, um, succeed and obtain the things you want in your future you settle on the things that are going to work in your life. You're settled right. on it. You make, like you said, make peace with those things. You, you make a grown conscious decision mm -hmm. that this is what is best mm -hmm. for me to be mm -hmm. my best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that settling should be the goal in every marriage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have to do this. You know, we know we've done this whenever you, you know, we, I said already, you know, you done sold your wild oats, you done been out here, you done wild out, you done doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and just so that those that, that need to know, when have I settled? Right? Mm. You are at a place in your life where you're looking to build. You done playing around, you done uh, spending frivolously and doing silly things. You ready to build, you want to make an investment. Um, you know yourself, you know who you are. And you're comfortable with who you are. Mm, that's really good. That's really good. That's when you know you settle. When you can go out with your friends, but you can look mm -hmm. around and be like, all right, y'all, it's time for me to go to the house. I've yeah. had my fun. Yeah. I've done the little cute things. Mm -hmm. But after a certain time, I'm it's time for me to go home because I'm okay with being by myself. I'm happy with my own company. And mm. yeah, it was fun hanging out and doing the things, but I'm okay with going back to the house. Like, you, you know, know when, when you're there now, mm -hmm. now when you want to know if you're not settled, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you're not ready, okay, you still, you're still chasing things, mm. anything. You are still chasing things that aren't good for you. How about that? Mm. You're still chasing things that you know in your own subconscious because we all know. Mm -hmm. We all had that little little man on the shoulder saying, Oh, this just for tonight. This just a good time. <laughs> it might not be the best investment, but we're gonna try it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're still chasing the newest, hottest thing. Mm -hmm. You're never content. You're never happy. You never can say, Okay, this is enough. Okay, I'm good with this. Oh, okay. I'm mm -hmm. all I've had I've had enough fun. I'm gonna go ahead and uh turn in for the night. Um, you have to go to every single party. Oh my God, that part. Got, it's it's happy hour every Friday. It's kicking it day party Saturday, um, Sunday night. It's happy hour, uh, you know, every other uh day of the week. You have to be at everything. You're never mm -hmm. content, right? right? Um, you you want to be with other people. Mm -hmm. Like you find somebody that is is great for you. You find somebody that cares and displays the qualities, but you still just in them streets. Yeah, you can't be you can't be happy by yourself. You got to be around other folks. Yeah, you want to um, be around all the time. You always got to have somebody at your house, or you go on to somebody's house. You mm. can't go it's a restaurant you want to go to, but you ain't made a reservation because your home your home girls or your your partner ain't clear their schedule enough. You can't just go by yourself. You know what? If you ain't been out to eat by yourself, you ain't ready. <laughs> if you ain't been out, I promise you, because this is it. A lot of times we go out to eat as entertainment, but sometimes you just wanted some food from that spot. Mm -hmm. I just really want some whoever, you know. Um, I just got a taste for whatever. Mm. 
if you do not have the security to say, you know what, I want, I'm going to go and get me some of this food. I, I really want, I wanted to dine in. And I ain't worried about sitting by myself and eating my food because if I took it to go, I'm going to be at home sitting by myself eating my food. Right. What do it matter? What does it matter? If if you are that bothered by being by yourself, you are not ready. I just want to say that. Okay. What about when other people's lives suddenly make you unhappy with your own? You the compare it's it's the constant comparison. Not mm-hmm. saying that you can't look at a happily married couple and say, you know what, I'm ready for that. Yeah, but it makes you unhappy. It makes it 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 just makes you feel like, oh, you know I what can't. this reminds me of? It reminds me of who? Uh, it reminds me of Wendy Williams versus Tabitha Brown. Oh. So you remember when when uh when Tabitha was like, you know what, I am so blessed at this point in my life that I am making enough money that I can retire my husband from the police force who has worked many years to support my dream, right? Yeah. And now my dream has come true and I'm going to retire him out of this dangerous job, right? Yes. Yes. And now so he can, can go like- and be he can go and be a uh, coach chance and coach his team and do his, you know, mentorship and he can focus on that. And, and she do whatever he wanted to do. He do whatever he wanted to do that makes him happy. Mm-hmm. And Wendy came with the well, you better look out for yourself. You better watch your back because uh, you know, I said the same thing, da 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 da. Somebody else's happiness will only magnify the areas of discontentment and work that you have to do in your own life. Yes. If you look at that and you just like, girl, go, that is what's up. That's mature. That was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. I mean, Wendy didn't stumbled and in on whatever drug she was on but when she went for Tabitha Brown and Tabitha doing such an amazing thing for her husband who has done the exact same thing for her so it wasn't mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was a random dude. no he did the exact same thing for her he mm-hmm. went in and worked hard so she didn't have to and she could pursue her dreams and then yeah. she wanted to return the favor yeah when you can look at that and and find something wrong with it. How Come on. sad and unhappy. And like Tabitha said, I hope you find somebody that sees you. Mm, you so <laughs> Tabitha <laughs> ate her alive, baby. Ate her alive. Lo- I hope they love you real good. I hope I somebody hope they- loves you and and, oh. and 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 makes you feel so that you will understand. But I feel like it came from a genuine place and you just could not hate on it. You just had to be like you know what? Me too, Tab. Me oh, too. Let's, uh, let's all I pray do. together. Let's her. all pray because it's sad. So I think there's that. If you don't, if you've yeah. got unresolved bitterness, you know what I'm saying, and hate in your heart for what other people have going on, or if it makes you look at yourself and hate yourself, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like you were fine until, until. you looked Oof. over there and was like, oh. They are uh, doing that. And, and why they doing? They doing too much. When you look at another couple and be like, they doing too much. That, <laughs> yes. But I'm talking more or less about like it's making you n- not appreciate yourself. 
that too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I hate me. I like all of a sudden, like you were cool. You was looking good. And then all of a sudden you were, you now you feel like you ain't looking good enough. Cause now you see, you know, sister Susie over there is all the way together. Like you thought you were doing your thing working out, but then, you know, uh, Jane, the ripper done came up in there and she's killing it. And now you feeling insecure. So I think that that's, I think you're not ready whenever you are, um, you're not secure within yourself. And I think, you know, to me, to, to, to mitigate that, you just got to stop chasing the spark for the married Mm. women out there that want to stay married you want to be the old couple that everybody else looks at and goes, wow, how did you make it this far? Mm-hmm. You got to stop chasing the spark. And I don't want to be misunderstood. Not that life should not be exciting and fun and an adventure because it absolutely should be. But okay. you got to quit looking for a temporal spark a temporal lighting you know what i'm saying like you looking for the next new thing to get you excited the next new thing uh to make you happy right because you're you're forever ever ever chasing you know what i mean um you always chasing something new you know and then and out of that it's just going to be emerging hungers that come up right like Mm -hmm. first it was man well shoot i'm discontented because you know um, my friend's husband is super fit. You know, I be liking to work out and eat right. My husband over here looking like the Pillsbury Doughboy. That's not cool. And so now I'm discontented. But I used to love it. I used to be like, I love chubby dudes. I love them. Mm. I love to snuggle and cuddle. But now I'm on my fitness kick, and now I'm looking at him like, how come you ain't that? Oh, for sure, for sure. When when something, um, you look at something and it becomes a a source of uh, discontentment. Mm-hmm. instead of uh something like oh that's wonderful if you can't congratulate <laughs> yeah that's 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 pretty bad you gotta stop doing that you do you do and i think this too you can't uh you can't um what i want to say I, you can't begrudge your spouse the opportunity to grow and flourish mm. and to have new and exciting adventures aside from you you know mm. he's all of a sudden he's picked up a hobby and now he likes to golf uh, he ain't okay. good worth nothing, but he likes to get out there and hit the balls and, you know, mm-hmm. chum it up with the fellas. And now you feel like, man, we, mm-hmm. we're definitely disconnected because now he's got something else. I think it's important not to chase the spark. It's important to have um, security in where you are mm-hmm. and um, to try to find the happiness in that because discontentment and chasing the spark will cause you to miss just how good you even have it true Nour- and, and to get back to what we were saying about nourishing um what you have so mm-hmm. i think and 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 you can kind of maybe t- speak to the, you know how what you mean when you say chasing the spark i think as long as the spark is something that is inside of your marriage Mm-hmm. Not the spark and the glisten from outside of your marriage or from what other people are doing. Yeah. As long as the spark that you are chasing is the one that feeds your marriage, grows mm-hmm. and brings you together. That's the kind of spark you're chasing. You're mm-hmm. chasing the one that brings you closer. The ones that make the one that makes you fall deeper in love where you mm-hmm. relearn your spouse, fall back in love with them again or mm-hmm. fall back into appreciation for mm-hmm. who they are and what they've done for themselves and for your marriage. Your, as yeah. your support system, as a good father or a good friend, right? Check if you're gonna chase a spark, 
let it be the to, the spark that's inside your marriage to to rekindle. Let it be a rekindling spark. Yeah, I would I would think of that more as an igniting. You know what mm, I mean? If you want to okay. reignite uh, your relationship, I think that that's something that can. Because when you ignite something, it, there's a fire and it burns continually, right? Okay. You're igniting okay. a fire. But a spark, it, it, it pops and it goes. Okay. Okay. I see. You, you know? See. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Break yeah. it on down. Yeah. So it pops and it goes. It's a moment of excitement. It's a moment of something uh, fun, but it's frivolous and it's fleeting and it goes away. And and and, and that's that's why it's so important to watch the things that, that you allow to shift your attention because these things are, they're just sparks. They're just a moment in time. There's just a glimmer or a glimpse into, you know, something else that you don't really know the full details about you get what I'm saying and I think that it's so important not to go chasing after that spark that's just gonna hit and miss right it's gonna it's gonna hit and then it's gonna go away versus igniting a fire for your own spouse and and like stoking that flame and letting that thing burn you get what I'm saying yeah I love it I love it I love it so, Misha, yeah. let's talk about how how some how um how a married woman can begin the process of watering in in her own marriage. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. I think first thing is you got to list out the areas that are parched. Mm. You got to be honest with yourself, mm-hmm. your needs, and be honest you and you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, you know what? There's some areas in our, our, our marriage that need some mm-hmm. attention, some love. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to do the things to nur- we need to do what we need to do to nourish those areas and nourish our marriage in those areas. Mm, yeah. yeah, I think the next thing you should do also is to make a plan to address each issue. Mm. Um, all those issues where you're feeling away, you know, there is there's something that can be done about that. And you just have to be intentional uh, in in figuring out how do we get this done? Because a lot of times people can identify the problem they just don't have a solution right yeah yeah and it's got to be a team effort you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying both people have to be fully invested get your husband get your wife involved um to reach the goal to nourish that so that you can look back and say you know what we Mm -hmm. really didn't have any whatever it is we really didn't have any shared interests or we really didn't have anything that we like to do together but Mm -hmm. now we love to do this together now Mm -hmm. we really enjoy each other oh now you know we we this is our thing you coin it as y'all's thing you know what i'm saying whatever Mm -hmm. it is um make sure that it is a team effort yes go team y'all right right and then start yeah. the work, right? Don't just don't just have a plan. Don't just come talking about it, but start the work. Get busy, getting busy, getting busy, getting busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to stay encouraged with it. You know, it is a work. It's a process. Um, mm-hmm. Gonna take time, so you have to have patience. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you might fall back into normal routines of whatever it was, you know, mm-hmm. bad spending habits, bad eating habits, um, mm-hmm. bad, you know, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. bad use of words with each other or language, but don't be discouraged. Let the process happen. Be patient mm-hmm. and, and, and keep the work going. Yeah. And two, um, we can't say this enough, but just stop playing the comparison game. 
Stop, stop standing your marriage up against somebody else's. What you need to do is get your spouse, hold his hand, stand in the mirror and say, this is our competition right here. Our right. competition is us. Yes. Love it. Right. Yes. Yes. And then um, give it time again. Mm. Watch it flourish and then appreciate Make sure that you're that you're keeping watch. You know, anytime you grow a plant, you got to watch it and you have to learn. You have to make sure Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's it's flourishing. You have to whatever you do, you have to make sure that when you're nourishing it, it's getting the right amount of attention. Does it need more attention or does it need less attention? How Mm -hmm. much attention does it need? You have to make sure that you give it the right amount of time and the right amount of patience so that it can be successful and flourish. Don't rush. Absolutely. Don't rush. And then when I, when when you are doing exceptionally well and everything is great and love is in the air and that fire is stoked and you can't stop staring at him because he's so fine, mm-hmm. drop us an email and tell us how good it is, girl, and let us know. Yeah, you know how them so wise dropped them tips on you and you was like, <laughs> girl, it wasn't gonna work. But then I got them tips and I worked the plan and then it was working. Yeah. Yes, let us know. Let us know. It's good. Yes. We really, really love to hear from our listeners. And every once in a while, we do. Yeah, we do. Like, uh, we got us a a letter in the mix here uh, from one of our listeners. Uh, So we're going to scroll over to the spot. We're calling this Dear Dope Wives. So, um, Misha, would you like to share um, our letter and then let's talk about it? Okay, y'all. So we got a letter. So when we tell y'all to email us and or hit us on our, you know, social media platforms, um, don't think that people don't do it. They do. They do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't want their story to be told. Sometimes they just want, you know, a little bit of advice or what episode they should listen to where we talked about it. But this lady was she really was like, I need the ladies help. I Mm -hmm. like what am I supposed to do? And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to title this Dear Dope Wise. I don't feel like it. All right. Okay, so our listener says, I've been married to my wonderful husband for 15 years and recently diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. Um, I started treatment and have lost my sex drive. My husband, yes, okay, treatment might do that. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, My husband wants it all, and, you know, we've always been attracted to each other. And he says um, he's getting sexually frustrated because I am so beautiful and he can't have me. Mm. Um, I've talked to my doctor and can't possibly fathom taking any more shots or pills just so that um, he can get it in. <laughs> um, honestly, I guess I, I guess I could. I just don't want to. Um, am I being selfish or is he? Ooh, I think. So, ah. so what she's saying is she's, you know, she's going through. Yeah. Uh, I guess you know chemotherapy or something yeah. like that yeah. or whatever it is, and she yeah. lost her spec drive because of it. I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, um, they do have things they can appeal or shot or something to get your your hormones or whatever going again, mm-hmm. and she can do that, and she just don't want to. I think she's being selfish. Am I being selfish is her question. I think she's being selfish. Um, And this, and I hate to say this to a woman battling cancer because what what we, because the thing is this, you really want to (laughs) just empathize with the fact that you're going through this. Like first off, sis, my heart goes out because I, I, I know it's such a terrible disease and, and, you know, women lose breasts and, and they, and, and it, 
kills their confidence and it makes them feel away. I know the chemo makes you sick and nobody wants to have a turned up stomach and then be trying to pop it and throw it back. It just, ugh, that's a hard place to be in. But if there's something that you can do every now and again, like I'm not saying, you know, you need to be having hot girl, you know, mm-hmm. in a situation. Mm-hmm. But I would say that it would be a good idea every now and again just to just to show some love. <laughs> just show some love every now and again. You know, maybe once a week, maybe once every couple weeks, but just don't leave them out there high and dry. Yeah. And he says he you say that, you know, he loves you. You guys have had a great marriage. He mm-hmm. thinks you're beautiful. He's frustrated because you're beautiful. And so, mm. which means that even though whatever you're going through, he still sees the beauty in his wife. He mm. still loves you and he wants to be with you. Mm. And that is, it, and and I think that's beautiful yeah. in itself. And again, like we say, I don't want to give a sister a hard time. You got enough going on, sis. I can't even imagine what you have going on mentally, physically, spiritually. You probably you know, in all kinds of uh, headspace. And you only want to think about, you know, like she said, tooting it up. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but you're his only source. That's I mean, it. he That's could it. outsource. He could. Huh. <laughs> oh, oh, don't say that now. He could outsource. He could outsource. Yeah. But you guys have been married 15, 15 years. years. And, yeah. and, and it seems like y'all are probably doing really good. He wants it from yeah. you. You got to figure it out. Yeah, a little I, something, just just a little bit, just a little bit. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I um, listen. I'm gonna tell y'all now. Don't try to come for us, cause I know everybody wants to. Cause you know, you know how women be. We be like all with the sensibility, like. But she's sick. He really needs to understand. Listen, that's a man, y'all. That's, that's a man. man. That's, your that's her man. man. That's her husband. And that's her husband. And I'm not like I said. Don't I mean. There, there has to be a balance, right? Like you can't be like never, never, ever, ever, never, never. Just you know, for some people, it's been a long time, especially when they sick. It, it could be months. So, you know. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that. It could have been. It could be months. It could be months. And so, throw, throw, throw a po dog a bone, child. Um, yeah. So <laughs> don't y'all come for us. I wanted to share this um, from um, from uh, Dr. Uh, Bishop Jakes. Is he doctor? B- he's Bishop. Let yeah, me not yeah, say yeah. doctor. I'm going to throw, throw, throw him another title on there. Um, and I feel like this is something. So we're just going to um, talk about what's popping in the press. This is, um, wow, very, very interesting, I think. And um, Bishop Jakes has said that we are raising women to be men which blew my wig back um i'm gonna just go ahead and play the clip and then we're just gonna talk about it let me throw it let me cue it up because we are raising up women to be men You are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. 
buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house, but until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Oh, y'all ain't gonna talk back to me this morning. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I just want to talk about that. He, he preached. I, I'm going to just say that. He preached. Um, But he said some really key things up in there, Sid. Right, right. I'm not a member of his church. Um, right. But he is a man that, you know, has always been known for his insight, his wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he said a thing right there. He said a thing. He really did. I think what really gets at me is... um. It's so true that we are that we are raising women to be rougher, tougher, stronger, um, mm. harder, independent. Um, independent, you know, um, to not need a man and self to take I can take care of myself. Yeah, <laughs> all of that, all of that. I don't need I could pay my own ticket. I could pay mm. whatever I want. I can get it. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with having the ability. I think the issue is the attitude. Mm, the attitude of, uh, behind the ability to do it all. The attitude behind the ability to do it all. Because this is it. I think that any any thinking man knows the capability of the woman that he's with or the woman that he's interested in. And he knows that because this is, there's a reason that he's interested in you. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that he wifed you or married you. Yes. You know, because those were attractive qualities. But the thing is this, like, have we begun to make uh, glorified gods with little g out of mm-hmm. ourselves and not really honored, right, our our spouses or even our men because if you pay attention to society um everything that's masculine is toxic unless a woman does it facts facts and i think we've said this before that the whole Mm. toxic masculinity thing Mm -hmm. you know and i know there's there are things i don't think toxic there can be anything toxic about masculinity now are there bad men yes mm-hmm. are there you know what i'm saying but there's nothing toxic about femininity and mm. he spoke about that like you're not rewarded for your femininity like, yes and, and i'll just tell you this like i was in um went to a birthday party and afterwards we walked across the street to a little um kind of speakeasy and mm-hmm. Um, a, a guy walked by and he saw the, a group of, you know, beautiful black women um, who were dressed to the nines and all the things mm-hmm. having a great time. And he said, man, I just I just feel y'all strength. Y'all just some beautiful, strong black women. And I said, no, excuse me, I'm not strong. Actually, I am weak in a lot of areas and I should be cared mm-hmm. for and loved. Don't look at me and see strength. Look at me and see a woman. Period. Mm-hmm. Look at me and see a woman. That right, and everything that it encompasses <laughs> to be a woman. That, don't that look at preach. me and see and, and see strength. I don't want you to look at me and see strength. Oh, she can take it. She can handle it. I'm gonna do what I can do. She got it. No, no, I don't have it. I need you to have it. Why is it that I have to be associated with strength? I do not want to be strong. I want right. to settle to a soft life 
where my femininity can be exuded and it can be appreciated yeah. and I can be loved and honored as a woman, a wife, and a mother. I don't you want know to what? We should start a whole nother episode about the strength of black women, honey. I'll tell you. And, and, and the, uh, the dismantling of our femininity. That's a whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Comma with an M. Yes, but there are, but there are a lot of yeah. this, but we are raising up generations of women who mm-hmm. do not thrive in their femininity. They actually put yeah. it on the back burner. Their femininity like it's a bad is, thing. Right. Their femininity is tied to their sexuality. Isn't that so crazy? When there is such there is a feminine strength in feminine energy. Yes. And if I and, and here's what's so crazy, y'all. Yeah, okay, I, I'm gonna say this, and then listen. That's the energy that a lot of um, perpetrating men folk mm. have been trying to hone. Listen, they I'm can, just you, you can bottle it, you can put it in a shot and inject it. They can, <laughs> you can take a pill. You can you can paint you know it, it and, yeah. and 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 put a wig on it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, come on, I know where you're going. Ah. At the end of the day, can't yeah. nobody do it better than somebody that God designed to do to it. Do it. That's it. That's it. Was it. In my, it's in my design and my makeup. And you know, it's and I don't have yeah. to. And I don't have to paint it on, cover it up, tuck mm-hmm. it, snip it. Smack it, flip it, or rub it down. <laughs> it just is what it is. I think that if more of us would um, give our feminine energy a real opportunity to thrive and flourish, you just, boy, you would be amazed at the power that you have just being a woman. <sighs> Gosh. Okay. So that would preach. I'm going to let that go. Um, the last thing that we have over in the press, uh, thank you, Bishop Jakes, for that scintillating word. Um, but apparently, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have tied the knot. Benifer, oh. as they say, lives. It is official. Um, she didn't get, oh, wow. She didn't win and made husband number four. Wow. Uh, how do we feel about it? I don't care. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, Why do we need to know this? Why Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez is an icon, and Ben Affleck is a superstar. He is a great. Uh, he is a good actor mm-hmm. and um, very entertaining. Um, he is not the best looking. Neither is she, but both of them have beautiful qualities. They found each other again. Congratulations. But um, <laughs> I'm so tired of her and the man she has ran through because Ooh. when you Ooh. talk about harnessing some, um, I mean, she, she looks, you know, you know, she exudes femininity and that is wonderful and is beautiful. And she has definitely used it to her advantage. But, but listen, listen, her bench has always been full. She didn't always had a six man on the team. And so, <laughs> <laughs> she always had options on options. Yes, yes. So congratulations yeah. and um, you know, <laughs> I make horse party, whatever. Right. I you so special. 
I, I, I too don't think I care very much. I think I never really saw it. Like I, so many people have rooted for this relationship and I get it, but I don't. Um, cause I think that people just want to root for Hollywood relationships. I right. never did see the, um, the deal with them. You know what I'm saying? I just never really fully understood it. Um, she's gorgeous. He's not a bad looking guy, but I just don't, I would never put these two together outside of them having already been together. But Hey, you know what? I'm not, I'm not inside of a lot of relationships. And so them folks More power to Benefer. Hey, cheers to them and congratulations and whatever else. Hopefully, um, hopefully this is it and hopefully y'all make it to the end, but, uh, it is Hollywood. So I guess we'll see. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, that's all we got for today. Um, take us out, Misha. So listen, we talked today and gave you some really good tips and some some insight on to um, nurturing and watering um, what you have. That is so important um, in your marriage, whether it has been um, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, or 40 years. Take a look at what's going on inside your marriage. There are some beautiful qualities and some wonderful things that you guys have built together, not just financially, not just emotionally, not just spiritually with your family, with every aspect. There is something beautiful there and the seed has planted because at some point you did the work. Take the time now to nourish those things. Bring them back to life. As my good sister friend said, ignite the fire, right? Ignite the fire. Do the things you need to do to make sure that your marriage continues to grow and flourish into the beautiful thing that um, that it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And we're cheering for you. Um, but we got to get going because we got life to live and things to do. But in the meantime, do us a good old favor and keep on loving yourself and loving that man. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>